Good morning, everyone. It's Judith A. Cope. You're listening to Mad Love. Got a little bass in the voice this morning. You're the first people I'm interacting with. So, you know, you get it rough. <laughs> I come in raw. Well, here's the uh, here's the thing. I, I really do wake up and uh, prioritize getting on here and uh, giving you whatever's right on the top of my head. It's fresh, a stream of consciousness. You know, uh, sometimes I'm passionate. Sometimes I'm um, angry. Sometimes I'm bewildered. Um, but it's real. It's exactly how I feel. And it's exactly what I think. And if you were to catch me later in the day, it's exactly what I would say. I'm very consistent. But I'm also really open to being wrong. You know, I I pride myself on being right with most of my assessments um, because I'm not a person that spends a lot of time just talking off the top of my head with no research, no facts, no nothing. I may not get all the details right, but I can speak pretty passionately and knowledgeably about things that I care about, you know. But having said that, you know, I feel like, anyway... Feelings are all that matter. That's what I've discovered. I discovered that at about three o'clock this morning. I've been doing all this work uh, in the area of, uh, I don't know, I wouldn't call it self-help. I wouldn't call it, uh, you know, I'm just really into growing. And uh, when I say I'm being my best self, I mean that. Like, that's my focus is to wake up and be better than I was yesterday, to be the best version of the human that I can be in a day. Um, I take it that seriously. So I am not, not offended, but I am frustrated by people who don't take it that seriously. When you see somebody who's just sort of like, whiling away the days, uh, bored, they don't know what to do, or, you know... Um, they're they're lazy or something like that. Like people who aren't trying that hard, you know, they, I feel some kind of way about that because if you want to be great, you got to work at it. Nobody is born like knowing everything and is awesome at everything. You know, there are a lot of things that you probably can't do that you could do if you just spent the time learning how to do it. You know what I mean? So there's this saying that, you are uh, the you become the five people you hang around with the most. Like whoever you're hanging around with the most, that that's who you become. So for me, I'm pretty excited because almost everybody I'm dealing with on a regular basis is some sort of entrepreneur or a founder or someone who's transitioning into a new career. Like anybody I deal with on a regular basis beyond five people are doing the same thing. They're builders. They're creating something. They've gotten to a point in their lives where they're like, hmm, I work for other people. It's not super fulfilling. I've always had a dream to do this. And that's who I, it's like I doubled down on becoming an entrepreneur because uh, everybody around me is an entrepreneur as well. And I've always been entrepreneurial. I just didn't come from entrepreneurial people. You know, my family was like, look, you got to get a job, get some health insurance, and there you go. And, um, you know, it's it's really challenging to come home and say, hey, I want to make movies. I'm a filmmaker. And they look at you and they go, yeah, that's great. You know, love you. 
that would be my dad love you but you need a job (laughs) and he gave me a couple of years so I graduated college when I was 21 and I think my dad gave me till I was like 23 and he was like dude you got to get a full-time job because I had been uh, temping I had been scratching and scraping by and writing you know so I actually have a screenplay that is still pretty rock solid from that time period where I was just being a writer and taking temp jobs to pay bills in the meantime and uh you know it's funny because he wanted to support it but you know in their minds like we're not rich people I don't get it you know and he he had a new wife and she didn't know me at all so I'm pretty sure she was like you know you you guys need to shut that down I'm just gonna guess because one day he was like okay here's some money I'm gonna help you get a car and now you got to go to work and I was like oh okay um so yeah I'm, I'm off topic a little bit but anyway I hang around a lot of entrepreneurs but that is an entrepreneurial thing though to be a screenwriter and a, and a filmmaker um and my father and my parents just really didn't get it. They weren't like, hey, we'll give you money to be a screenwriter. Hey, we'll invest. We'll send you to class. You know, it was so hard to get. I mean, everything now is on the Internet. But before the Internet, it was so hard to even get books on screenwriting. I taught myself how to write a screenplay uh, because when I was interning at Warner Brothers, um, they had a very strict policy. Do not take those screenplays out of the office. Well, I ignored that policy and I made photocopies of my favorite screenplays or screenplays I found interesting. Uh, the one that was most um, oddly written but really appealed to me was uh, Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid. Uh, I love the writing style on that and I want to say Shane Black copied that kind of style when he did Lethal Weapon. So back then he was a legend for screenwriters because he was super young and got like one of the first million dollar checks or something like that uh, for a screenplay. Like nobody had been commanding that kind of cash for screenplays. So Shane Black was like this wonderkind in the industry. So of course I photocopied uh, Lethal Weapon. I think maybe, gosh, this is going back so far. He had another one or two in there uh, that I wasn't supposed to photocopy. So my job at that time as an intern was to send screenplays, make copies of screenplays for countries that had different uh, rules. So they would want to read the screenplay to see, you know, uh, if that would be a film they would want to. I guess they didn't want to just look at the video. They wanted to see what the people were saying. And so they would want a copy of the script and I guess the video also. And I'd send it to like Bahrain or Saudi Arabia or wherever so they could make sure it fit their standards. And so I'd make a copy of a script for them. So there's one copy for Bahrain, one copy for me, copy for me, uh, one copy of uh, I had a bunch of designing women scripts because uh, they shot on the Warner lot, too. And so I love the writing on that show. And so, uh, especially the Earl, like, not the first season. By the second and third season, it was really, really good to me. So I had a bunch of those scripts. And it's like one copy for, uh, you know, Denmark, one copy for me. So uh, I've always been entrepreneurial, always been a hustler. I just could not, when you don't come from hustler folks, it's tough because they look at you like, yeah, that's great. Get to work. 
So uh, they didn't recognize that as work. So I had some setbacks. But back way, way back to my original point, you turn into the five people you hang around with the most. So people who are hanging out with me, unsurprisingly, are having their uh, entrepreneurial desires reignited because mine are reignited full force. And that's all I think about. It's all I talk about. And when people tell me they're unhappy, you know, in their present situation, I tell them to close their eyes and get deep into what their perfect day looks like. Uh, Because you would never drive to California without a map. Why would you try to live your life without a map? How do you know where you're going if you don't know what you want? So that's something I say. So I'm around a lot of people who are are evolving and changing as as we hit the middle of our lives you know and with medicine we definitely very well could be in the middle of our lives uh so you know I say all that to say who are you becoming who are you hanging out with what types of people are you around and what are you exposed to and have you ever considered that maybe the people you are hanging around with aren't great influences I mean, we see it all the time. It's like St. Louis is full of people who carjack other people now. And they they create these carjacking gangs. That's not good. Don't be in a carjacking gang. Because it always escalates. Because people feel some kind of way. You work hard. You pay for the car. Most people don't just feel like they can hand it over to you. You know? So they're going to fight you for their car. And you're going to wind up hurting, injuring, or killing someone and now you're going to jail over a car and what was that worth you know what I mean so I it, that's an extreme example but you can look at your own life and say hmm the five people I see the most are they quality individuals you know and certainly I would suggest that being I think you could probably be a decent person and be in a carjacking gang but you just got caught up and made some bad decisions get out of it If you're a decent person, you'll recognize that is not the way to go because you'll wind up in jail over some nonsense because you're 16. You know, when I was 16, I was just trying to go to the movies, you know, maybe get some new tennis shoes. I had a summer job, you know, like people don't want to do that anymore. It's not it takes too long, but that's crazy. You know, we need to uh, get our kids back to being kids and look at your own life if you're not surrounded by people who make you feel good about yourself who are putting you in good positions to be successful then stop messing with them you know i know it's hard sometimes because they're always right there and they live next door they right around the corner or they call you nonstop. but look it doesn't matter you are in control of your life you make choices and if someone's not a good choice you know throw it back in the ocean Everybody that you're you're surrounded by is not nutritious. You know what I mean? If you're if you hang around the uh, human equivalent of donuts, and that's all you consume, you're not in a very good position. You're not in good shape. Your brain, your spirit, everything about you is off. You need to find some people with some nutritional value, and maybe they won't always agree with you. Maybe they won't always say what you want to hear. Maybe they won't smile in your face nonstop. But maybe they'll push you and challenge you to actually being a good person and doing great things with your life. You know, there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with people who are constructive. You know, so like I said, if you are hanging around with the human equivalent of donuts and and 
you know, fast food pizza, yo, you you in bad shape and you ain't going nowhere fast. And soon you'll have diabetes, spiritual diabetes, spiritual uh, <laughs> high blood pressure. You're just going to be a broke down individual and you will have done it to yourself. Do better. It's August, August 1st, 2019. You guys know how I feel about your goals. If you're not hitting them, you still have time. Let's work. Put your head down and do it. Get disciplined, get focused, get that LLC paperwork in. Come on. Pick the name of your company, build that website. All the stuff you said you were going to do, get to it. Just do it. It's not that hard. Stop talking yourself out of being able to do the stuff you want to do, thinking that it's hard. I've done all those things I just said, and it wasn't hard. It's just a way to keep yourself distracted and slowing you down from your goals. You know, and everybody will want to complain. It's just that everything was stacked against me. It's not stacked against you if you do the work. Do the work. Just, Just do it. Before they just tore it up Just talking about it now got me choking up And I don't wanna rehash those feelings Cause then all those scabs start healing I get mad and talk bad about people Curse the world, call it trash and evil And just cause I might have to leave you And not care, I don't have to see you All these feelings, I don't even try to fight them Cause real talk, girl, you probably just like them Can you even stand the love a man like me? I ain't never gonna change, why can't you see? Do you really think that you can even handle me? Really 
we just might make it And our bond will go far beyond breaking And this match might be heaven in the making Matter of fact, this covenant might be sacred And I imagine that we're passing something special I always fathom that love could be the vessel I feel a calm peace in me starting to settle I'm letting go and letting love unless you Stop losing your grip and let you promise Cause breaking up will awake in the cage monster I tried to warn you girl, I tried to stop you But you swear you can take whatever I brought you Man, you can see that I pushed you away It wasn't a game, but you just kept pushing play I tried to leave, but you just begged me to stay You should have left me where I'm leaving now, but maybe too late Can you even stay with a man like me? I ain't never Take a chance on me. Uh. Take a chance on me.